Hi, it's Mimi. Welcome to our new weekly Mimi Moments, a new series focusing on short, impactful excerpts from some of the most powerful conversations that I've had on the show. I hope it elevates your day. And if you want to hear the whole episode, there's a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. I think that I was conditioned just by what I witnessed. It's not like I was taught to do this, but I just, you know, was modeled this where, you know, people kind of settled. They settled for the job that didn't make them happy. They settled for the relationship that, you know, didn't make them a better person, you know? So I just, I always remember that, that that's okay, that it can make you happy, that it can light you up, that it can give you like this insane energy and inspiration every single day. And I'm like, I'm fully committed to doing that and and pursuing that for the rest of my life. And that, that doesn't necessarily mean career. Like I just, I want to give that energy to relationships, to my future kids, if I'm lucky enough, to, to my downtime and my relaxation, just like doing things that make me feel alive. And then Peter Kelly also talks about like unkinking your hose. Oftentimes we engage in relationships, activities, commitments, or we adhere to dogma that like are, is just kinking our hose and not allowing the energy and the love to flow. So it's getting really real about that. And I love her. So if you, if your listeners don't follow either of those women, I highly recommend Susie Batiz, founder of Poopery and Peter Kelly. And then lastly, I think John Wineland had a huge impact on me at a very specific time in my life. He's a relationship coach, but so much more than that. I just really learned from him that, you know, it's not about seeking the love. I think it is about allowing the love to flow through you. And it starts with really being in your body and moving and engaging from your heart space. And while someone else might be not as open as you, like your willingness to be as open and heart-centered could change them, you know, in an instant and could change your relationship and just create like an insane magnetic connection so, yeah, I mean, there's so many, but John Wineland, Susie Batiz, Peter Kelly, check them out. There's so many emotions in the world, and there's so many emotions that you experience on a day-to-day basis. You know, you wake up, and you feel one way, and then, you know, you look at your phone, and you feel a different way, and then you eat breakfast, and you feel a different way, and then you talk to your boyfriend, and you feel a different way, and, you know, it's just, it's never stops, and so through meditation, you know, I try and just kind of create like guardrails for my emotions so that I can kind of act within a certain range of levels so that I'm letting things that don't, you know, really matter roll off my back or I don't really think about them too much. And then as far as, you know, starting your own business and kind of running your own business and not really having the schedule or the balance, I try and just keep remembering and reminding myself that this is what I worked hard for to not have a structure and to be able to be self-motivated and figure out how my workday will fit into my life and vice versa. Because when I worked at a corporate job for so long, you know, that was my day and my schedule was dictated by nine to five or eight to six or whatever that schedule was. So to have flexibility and freedom 
I'm so grateful for it. You know, sometimes it's kind of weird or awkward when you're taking a break in the afternoon and then working all night or you're working at seven in the morning or whatever the schedule is. But I just kind of try and allow myself to fall into the flow of that and to find beauty in that. But I think everyone has moments or days where they feel more negative than others or they feel less inspired or less motivated or less connected. But during those days too, if I find a moment where I'm laughing about something, I try and hold on to that laughter or that joy a little bit longer and kind of let that like soak in my soul and soak in so that I can kind of try and take that with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think some things that I've been incorporating just only recently, but I've made like a huge impact. I've been just in terms of handling fear and really putting into perspective everything that's going on and how I'm perceiving it or dealing with it is one therapy I hadn't gone consistently ever. So it's been a really great investment for me. I go every week and I just walk out of there one feeling lighter, but also just it's funny how like during the day, how quickly like your head can kind of spin off track, you know, and then all of a sudden you have a simple conversation that's like guided by someone who knows their shit and can kind of get to the root of what's actually going on. And so I've started to do that for myself, which is great. And I think the, the point of it all. And then also I've been, I, I, I like to write, but I've, I've also been like kind of avoiding it because I know that when I do write, even if it's just free, write, What tends to happen is like thoughts will come through and um, I guess, you know, it feels like my soul and we've, we've done this with, with Brie Melanson who's been on the podcast, but it's just, it's crazy what comes through. Like the truth comes through and just puts, you know, all of your fears and gives them breath, you know, like you're just, you're able to separate the thoughts and understand like what is really, really going on. I forget Mm -hmm. who said this, but like, but I heard it once and it made sense that fear is excitement without breath. So like, just like really committing and like Krista said, just meditation, like breathing through, like being present through the fear instead of avoiding it or writing it off. Like it's there for a reason. It's supposed to move you, but just give it breath and maybe it'll feel a bit more exciting and like Mm -hmm. livable. That is so true. Fear is so normal in life and and you can't get anywhere incredible without some fear. And I guess we just need to get comfortable with it, right? Like that's the trick. It's not trying to get rid of the fear. It's just by accepting the fear and and allowing it into your life and using it as a power. I think top of mind is like you don't have to be anyone but yourself. And I think what for me, you know, I was in relationships that I felt like I needed to be what they needed, wanted, or or considered a great girlfriend. I was always thinking about them and not concerned about myself. So I would sacrifice my happiness or my well-being to make sure that they were happy and well. That's not love. You know what I mean? Like, that is... I don't know what that is, but that's not love. And then I would just also say that, you know, just tell her that, you know, everything's going to be okay. I think I, I, 
again, was kind of modeled worry a lot when I was younger. So I have a habit of worrying about things that I have no control over. I've gotten much better, but I think at that age, it would have really served me to let go of wanting to control everything, of wanting to have a plan, of telling people what I'm what I'm doing and yes, this is coming up for me and yeah, I'm so excited when really like if I don't know what's next and I don't know what's going on, that's just as okay. You know, like just being a bit more confident in the transition of everything, in the unknown of my life. I felt like I was spending a lot of time like in high school kind of, but then in college drinking and I've never liked drinking ever in my life. There was never a time and place or period where I was like drinking's fun and drinking is makes me happier or cooler, funner. I mean, I have friends that like drink and like drink and, you know, can have fun and be normal and, you know, all these things. It's not like I was a psychopath, but I never felt energetically good with drinking. The next day I always felt crappy and, you know, sluggish and it just was like dulling my um, spirit. So I would definitely have said that I didn't need to be drinking, that I can go to the bar sober, you know, or I could find other activities instead of like standing at the nasty bar and at the Ohio college that I went to, you know, I think that there's just a lot of wasted time there. And then I would have said to start my blog sooner. I think I waited a little bit too long to do that. And I would have said lastly to take college more seriously than I did and actually find a major that was something I wanted to do. You know, I think a lot of people were like, yeah, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. But really it's just like, they're saying that you'll figure it out, quote unquote, or you'll just find a job that's mediocre and then you'll just live the rest of your life in mediocrity, working at some job. You know, I Mm -hmm. think that people need to take their lives a little bit more seriously at a younger age and work to find hobbies and interests and things and outlets that can really light them up so they can figure out a way to formulate and craft a life that they love sooner. You know, I think those would be my things. Yeah. And I think it'd be a good thing to practice in college to, you know, I'm not saying don't drink, right? Like it's for, for a lot of people that is fun and in a way that, you know, whatever, but I just think it's a good practice to be like, okay, so tonight, I'm going to have fun sober or I'm going to go do like go see the acapella group instead of like go to, you know, the local dive bar, like just like kind of testing yourself earlier on because I say this because now, you know, late twenties, early thirties, I'm having to relearn. Right. So I'm having to say, go on sober dates. (laughs) Like, you know, you kind of rely on the alcohol to, you know, get you like a little loosey goosey and more comfortable. And you think you're funnier or you think you are easier to be around when that's just, that's not true. You know, like, so I think starting earlier on just having these little like games with yourself where you're like, yeah, I'm not going to drink. No one has to know. You can literally have a, a soda water with lime and say it, whatever, whatever makes you feel more comfortable. So don't look at what everyone else is doing, kind of turn inward to figure out what you're interested in and know that it doesn't have to be a hundred percent right away. I think a lot of people, you know, maybe marry in the situation. She's expecting to have her dream career 
right out the get of college or university or whatever she's doing, but it's really an evolution and it's really, really rare that someone finds exactly what they're meant to be doing at a very, very young age. You kind of have to figure it out. You have to try a few things. You have to make mistakes. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't take your life seriously. You know, like I said, I really think that people should be thoughtful about the decisions that they make and the jobs that they take, but you shouldn't you know, expect or put the pressure on yourself to have your purpose and passion figured out at such a young age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I would just add to that, like the letting go of like what, I mean, what I just said before, like what you planned, I think is the key be- and trusting that every single dot, every single step is going to connect and it's going to be so rad when you look back and it all makes sense. So if you're feeling uncomfortable, out of place, whatever it is, just know that like, you know, this is an intense learning period for you. And I always ask the question, like whenever I'm feeling that way, I just ask like, teach me, like, what are you, what, what are you, this person, the situation, this experience here to teach me? And soon after, like I find out and it's beautiful. And then I just trust that that next moment that feels similar, uncomfortable will be another teaching moment. Thank you so much for listening to this mini moment. If you enjoyed this episode, we have hundreds more like it. So don't forget to follow or subscribe to stay in the loop. Bye.